Hello, and welcome to Dapper Notes, the podcast where I share the behind the scenes and the making of every single Dapper Notes pocket notebook and accessories. In this episode, we go back to present day. I am extremely excited that I get to finally, for the very first time, drop a podcast episode on the day that an edition comes out. This is something that I hope to always have moving forward, and though I'm going chronologically with a podcast in general, whenever there is a new Dapper Notes edition that arrives, it will be accompanied by an episode that tells the story of that edition. In today's episode, we're talking about the latest one, the Bookhead Club number 20 edition, Veracruzana, or Veracruzana. You can pronounce it however you'd like. And in this episode, I'll tell you why I got that name. This edition has a satin, very shiny, very slippery, very nice and smooth kind of fabric with a floral pattern that is full of extremely colorful brush strokes. If you look back in the history of Dapper Notes, you'll find that every spring I try to find a springy type of cover. I do not personally like the winter. I'm not a fan of the cold. And whenever spring comes around, it is my time of year and I get very excited. And so I like to celebrate the spring. And this edition does just that. On the inside, to accompany the colorful cover, you'll find a strawberry book cloth. And the entire thing is sewn together with a bright yellow thread to echo the spring sunshine. This satin fabric, like many other Dapper Notes fabrics, has a very high fray. Fray meaning how much you will expect from some thread to come out at the edges. Some editions have none, and if you look at the website, you'll always see a note that tell you from a scale of none to normal to high. This particular edition has a high fray count. Now let's go to the end sheets. That is the fancy paper that is at the end of every notebook. With this edition, I wanted to see if I could find something springy, something that would work well with the cover, but also said spring. And the first thing that I laid my eyes on was a leaf-like pattern that was these olive-colored green leaves with a silver color as well to match. I think that's the best way I can describe it. I'm trying to describe it because you're not going to see it right now. It might be on a future Dapper Notes, but with this edition, even though I loved it at the store when I was purchasing them, when I brought it back home and saw how it sat next to the covers and what it looked like together, I knew it wasn't going to work. So I had to go back and find something else. There's something very interesting, though, with this edition. I had to operate on a tight deadline. Generally speaking, I launch a new edition every other month, and this next edition was slated to come out mid-April. Mid-April this year happens to be the holiday of Passover, and I plan on closing shop and not really taking any orders or shipping anything, or rather, I will take orders, but I won't be shipping out any packages for the middle to the end of April. And I knew that I needed to have the edition ready way ahead of time so that it will be available to all the Bookhead Club subscribers, it wouldn't be too delayed, and anyone who wanted to place an order when it came out will be able to get it right away. The fabric store, the problem was, did not have a large quantity of any single end sheet that would be suitable for this edition. So I went back to what I've done since the very beginning. I found a 
It's called an unyuru, I think. I don't know how to pronounce it. Type of paper. It's a nice, solid color and it has a really tactile feel. And what I end up doing is taking three different colors. I have a crimson, a peach, and a cream-colored end sheet. And in every edition, you'll get one of them. It will be a nice surprise. You'll get a random color with an end sheet, all of which match this edition beautifully. The belly bands themselves, that is what I wrap around the notebook when I package them, also had an interesting occurrence this time around. Belly bands are something that I print myself as well. Like any other part of Dapper Notes, it is all handmade. I've been using large 12 by 18 sheets for the last five years. This is paper that I bought way back when, and if you listen to the first episode where I tell the story of Dapper Notes, you'll know, when I was working with my friend in Flat Irony, we bought lots of materials, including this paper, to use for covers and for belly bands. I didn't realize that this time I basically ran out. I had a small amount of papers left, but not enough to make belly bands for the entire edition. And I thought to myself, all right, I'll make enough for the subscribers so I can mail them out ahead of time like I always do. And then I'll order some more paper so I can create the rest. <laughs> My problem was that I printed them upside down so that the front and the back did not match. And if I were to cut them, you'd end up with a pretty bad looking belly band. <laughs> and I started scrambling and I was looking around and this was uh, quite late at night at some point. And thankfully, I found a similar kind of paper. These were 12 by 12, but they, they were sufficient for, for the purpose of end sheets. Slightly thinner, and you'll find that they're a little bit thinner than what you're used to on the belly bands. But I had just enough, and I was able to print belly bands for this entire edition. <laughs> Problem was, again, even with this thinner paper, I had just enough. But I ended up printing a dot grid pattern on the logo. Every edition has the kind of paper inside marked on the logo so you can know what you're finding inside. And even though this edition is graph paper, I made a mistake, a little whoopsie, and there's a dot grid pattern on there. I did not have enough paper to go back and reprint them yet again and save these for perhaps a later time. So this edition has dot grid pattern on the cover. Hopefully it won't be too noticeable and maybe you wouldn't even know about it if I weren't talking about it right now on this podcast. Going back for a second to this uh, tight deadline that I had. Like I said, this is uh, Passover time. It's actually upcoming very soon. And the fun part about this edition was that I didn't remember that Passover was coming at that time until it was almost too late to make the edition. Most of the time, when I create a regular-sized Bookhead Club edition of 200 to 250 notebooks, let's say, my turnaround time for the production is roughly three weeks. I usually work in the evenings and nights, but three weeks is how long it takes to make the notebooks, to press them, to cut them and package them, and so on and so forth. This edition has 300 notebooks made. I think it might be the largest edition ever, although I'm not 100% sure. I don't have the numbers in front of me right now. Veracruzana was made in record time. It took me eight days to make 300 notebooks, including packaging and shipping them out to all subscribers. I'm very, very proud of this turnaround time. I was able to find more efficiencies in my process, and this is going to help me moving forward in general to create notebooks slightly more efficiently. It's time we talked about the name. I promised at the beginning I'll get to why I called it Veracruzana, 
If you've looked at the website, you already know a wee bit of the story behind it, but I want to talk about it slightly more right here, right now. I have loved Tiny Desk for a very long time. If you're not familiar with it, Tiny Desk is a YouTube show that's put on, I think, weekly through NPR Music. NPR Music invites musical guests to one of their offices, and that's why it's called Tiny Desk, because they perform around a desk, and they record the concert and put it up on YouTube, and they're generally uh, slightly more acoustic versions of artists' music. So if someone is a very heavy band or they have a lot of uh, deep and loud sound, they're generally toned-down renditions of their songs and really beautiful and interesting to listen to. It's also a nice way to learn about new artists because they do a very good job of curating and finding people that you may have never heard of before, like Natalia Lafourcade, I think is how you pronounce her last name. I'll just call her Natalia. I discovered her music through NPR Tiny Desk a few weeks ago, and I was instantly mesmerized. She is one of those rare artists who has this power that draws you into the music. When they're singing, you can really feel the raw emotion and really get drawn in, experiencing it together with them. And when I saw this concert, I found myself coming back to it and listening to this tiny desk several times a day. And the more I listened to it, the more I knew that besides for sending the link to it to all my friends, I had to introduce it to everyone else who can appreciate music as much as I do. And I wanted to pay tribute to the joy that Natalia's music brought into my life. This specific Tiny Desk concert has three tracks, and the second one is called Mi Tierra Veracruzana. Veracruzana, or rather Veracruz, is Natalia's hometown, and she pays homage to that home, to her hometown in the song. It's a beautiful little tune. I'll play a little bit for you right now. Well, that's about as much as I can legally play for you on here, but what a beautiful tune. If you go to DapperNotes.com and look at the product page for Veracruzana, I have a link in there to the full concert. I urge you to listen to it at your own time and really, truly enjoy it. This song, Mi Tierra Veracruzana, has really clear vibes, as you just heard, that are very fresh and floral, and the, the image that it paints in my head is very springy and very colorful. And I thought it perfectly matched the covers for this edition. And that is why I named it Veracruzana. One last thing. When I was packing these notebooks, which I also do, I put the belly bands around and I put a little slip and paper inside, I sign every single one. When I was going through this process, I found myself subconsciously looking at every single one and saying to myself, ooh, that's nice. Ooh, that's nice. And only after a few times of doing that, I actually caught myself saying this. And <laughs> I, I knew I had to mention this here because I, I was really enjoying how beautiful and unique each and every single one is. And I have to tell you, Veracruzana is really beautiful. You got to see it for yourself. And if you'd like to get one, good news, you can get it starting today at DapperNotes.com. 
And you can also subscribe to the Bookhead Club, starting with Veracruzana, where you save $15, which basically means you get a free book for a year-long subscription, and you also get half-off shipping, and this applies worldwide. So every single edition gets shipped separately as it's made, and you will get it at half the price of shipping. So if you're interested, go ahead to DapperNotes.com, find yourself a nice Veracruzana, subscribe to the Bookhead Club, and enjoy. I also look forward to hearing your feedback and let me know how you've enjoyed Natalia's music and if it has inspired you as well. This has been Dapper Notes. Ay. Yo te quiero querer.